This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Reds Report, powered by the best of Barnsley and part of the TalkSport network of fans. Your presenters this evening, as always, from the other side of the Pennines, the writer of the Tykes blog and vlog, it's Ian. Ian, good evening. Good evening, Carlo. Steve, you well? Yes, sir, very well. Very I've got to say I'm feeling a little bit underdressed looking at, uh, looking <laughs> at Mr VDW. I don't know what's going off here. Hello, very smart. Some of, some of us... Uh, Straight from work, wife's not well, so I had to go pick up a prescription. I sort a tea out, so that means I was in the queue at the drive-through at McDonald's. And anyway, I just made it back. But yeah, he is here, chest infection and all. Mr. Steve Andrews with us. Steve, how are we doing? Uh, good evening, sir. I'm I'm all right, mate. Thank you. Well, we should be all right, shouldn't we, lads? Because of course we should. After the debacle of the Exeter postponement and no game in uh, at the weekend because of. Wednesday's cup run uh, back in action last night away at Oxford, and um, well, it, it brought back those those feelings as if that we had sort of like up to Christmas, wasn't it? That run we were in. No, not those feelings. Steve, I know what you think. <laughs> um, we love them feelings, though, don't we? Ian, um, oh, he's gone now, Steve. He's obviously pressed. <laughs> he, got to, he, he loved his feelings that much. He got that excited. <laughs> he's just taking a moment to privacy, and then he'll be back. Um, Ian, um. Barnsley back to the best yesterday again? Oh, uh, for 60 minutes, yes. Um, I think... Uh, oh, hello. Did, did you have a moment, Steve? <laughs> that didn't take long, Steve. You were talking no, about Amster, Amster's collapsed. I had to get kiss of life and get defibrillator out. <laughs> if I could say defibrillator, but there you go. No, we're back again. Don't worry, boys. Here I am. Excellent. <laughs> um, where was I? Yeah. Sorry, boys. <laughs> Do you feel Barnsley were back to the best yesterday? For 60 minutes, I thought I thought they started the game terrifically well, great pace, frantic, went at Oxford. We we know that if we go a goal behind, we don't tend to get anything out of the game. So we've got to score first. And I think we went for it, played some good stuff. I thought um the cross for the first goal was was just asking to be buried. It was a great cross, great header. Second goal is a great team goal, good finish. Um, and they were cruising and, and they were looked a very much a middle 
mid-table the division side, didn't they? they? They didn't have anything up front. I thought we could have coasted that. And then for some reason, we switched off. Become a bag of nerves at the back. Couldn't win a header. Uh, conceded corner after corner. Um, but then kind of got through in the end, didn't we? And uh, when I saw eight minutes of injury time, I did panic somewhat. But uh, they put us through it a little bit. But for 60 minutes, yeah, back-to-back victories now after that that wobble in January. Um, and we, we can look forward to Pompey now, I think, on Saturday. Mm. Steve, um, we, we were sort of like under the cush a little bit when they got their goal back. What did, did you see any sort of player that picked us up and changed that mentality? Because it, it was very much about mentality, wasn't it? We, we like, like Ian says, we couldn't win in Hadda, we couldn't put a pass together. When we cleared it, it went out in the stand or you know, 60 yard up, up, up the pitch. What, what changed it? What did those breaks in play with Doug having a word? Um, what, what, what was it? Because we went from very much under the cost to masters of the dark arts with time wasting, <laughs> laying down. Yeah, you uh, must have enjoyed that. Oh, always. We like a bit of dark arts, don't we? <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, I, I agree with you. In first, first 60, 65 minutes, first half especially were outstanding. Some of the best football we've played all season. Um, I think we all predicted a win at Accrington um, would have kicked us on. Uh, morale wise and it seemed it seemed to have I, I was a little bit worried so to midweek with Exeter match being called off because you always think well they're going to drop back down again maybe um, but no that first uh, first half first 60 minutes played really well then yeah um, they all seemed to switch off as for a player who sort of I don't know so sort of kept us going kept us ticking over um no, I see. I, I can't really. I can't really pick somebody out. I wouldn't have thought Connell yet again did what he's is good at breaking play up. Uh, I thought Anderson were were magnificent in in centre of that defence, um, and, and and I suppose Anderson is the one that keeps driving us forward. Um, I I, I listened um, on iFollow yesterday, and I could swap commentary between home and away. And sometimes, if you go yesterday's case to the home side, it, you sometimes get a more objective view because it was their BBC commentary of Oxford. Um, Steve, they were singing the praises of Herbie Kane. It was like the Herbie Kane tribute show. Um, yeah, for the first, about... first 45 minutes, yeah, it were. Yeah, I agree they, with that. Yeah, They talked about him being a pass master. They talked about him being, he's a bit leaner than he was. Um, where are we on, on Herbie Kane? How, how, how are we feeling? Are we, warming, are we warming to him? Do you see more of what you expected to see when he came in? Or what's the situation? Well, Give us an update. So, well, with the, with the arrival of the, the new midfield chap, I saw something on Twitter uh, yesterday um, about who would you drop? out of our normal midfield to to put this new guy in. And for me, I would drop Phillips. Um, two sides at coin yesterday. Kane, decent, basically all the way through. Did quite a lot of running. He still tends to be hitting these headless chicken passes where he doesn't actually look up. He just hits it thinking that there's somebody there. Now, either he's five, ten seconds in front at rest of players or he's five, ten seconds behind rest of players. I don't know which way it is. Uh, I thought Phillips, to be honest, apart from first half, were quite anonymous. Um, so if it, if it comes down to a choice for me, Kane would be in. Phillips would be out and get this new guy in if he's as good as they say he is. But Kane, yeah, I wasn't necessarily one of his um, 
most ardent supporters at the beginning of the season, if you wish to put it that way. Um, yes, he is leaner, pass master. Ooh, I'm just pushing it just a little bit, I think. Um, but no, he's, he's certainly upped his game and he's certainly playing a lot better. Um, but I do think Kane, the more I, I see him, is more of a confidence player. And I think there is a player in there, but he needs to, he needs to certainly be bringing it out now. Mm. I might have some bumper stickers made. I I clapped Herbie Kane off when we were losing two 0 at home. Yeah, I should. You'll be you'll be clapping Collins off next, won't you? <laughs> well, before we go on to Collins, um, I'm, uh, uh, I want to have a, a quick word about Norwood. Um, we, we we've talked about Norwood, and, and at times maybe a bit critical. We were talking before we went uh, we started recording that, and um, he seemed to have more energy. He seemed to be chasing lost causes a lot more. He, he, he puts himself about. It, are we seeing more? Because I, I felt very much initially he was a 45-minute player. 45 minutes didn't need to come off. Are, are we getting more out of him? And, and, and what do we put that down to, Ian? Uh, oh, uh, I don't, I'm not sure what we put it down to. I think... Undoubtedly against Accrington, he had his best game in a red shirt. And last night, he started doing again what he was doing against Accrington. If there's a full-back tracking back for the ball, he's going chasing them, which he wasn't doing. He's he's, he's sprinting, full-on sprinting. He's, he just, like I say, he's got a bit more energy. He just seems to be... Um, more focused and more energy. What we put it down to, I don't know whether whether it's competition for places now, whether he's just got fitter. Um, he's, I would have put him down as an impact player. I would have said he's, he's a half an hour man to come on in the second half. But he's just got that bit of nous about him. And I just think these last couple of games, he's, uh, you can't drop him on Saturday after the last two performances. Yeah. So... Let's have a look then. Um, transfer season is over. Let's first look at the players that have left um, the club. So, first of all, Tom Edwards, obviously, back to Stoke because of that injury. Um, Jesper Moon is out on loan to Burton Albion. William Hundermark has gone to Northampton. Jack Walton has joined Luton, because if you're going to join any club from Barbie, it has to be Luton, because that's in the contract. And um, unfortunately, Jack Aitchinson um, to Motherwell. Now, very much, I think, for, for family or personal reasons, we know we have some time off. It deals very much with his, his move. Um, so for, let's talk about Jack Aitchinson. I know we've had discussions about, is he a striker? Is he a number nine? But you, you could never deny his work rate, or, or could you, Steve? Yeah. No, not at all. Uh, I must admit, I'm, I was surprised he's gone. Obviously, it must be for for family reasons. I'm assuming it'll not be for for, for uh, footballing reasons because I think he got a place in Barnsley. I really do. Um, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't find him as a striker myself. I thought he were a good number ten because he were he was lively behind front two in that in that sort of role. Um, so no, I, I, I've got to be said, I'll be honest, a little bit disappointed that he's gone. And. Mm. Um, what about Jack Walton? Is that did that one a bit sort of left fieldy? Because we've talked about before about having Searle, having Walton, having Collins, <clears throat> and we've talked about competition for places. But for whatever reason, Collins has always been first name on the sheet, unless there's been a cup match. I mean, good luck to Jack. He's played number two. He, he had that season in him where he was number one, and then took it in his stride when he came number two. 
Um, he's joining up with Carlton Morris. He's joining up. Well, they have the other Barnsley player that's ever left. <laughs> Ollie Woodrow as well. Um, we, we wish him luck, but he was quickly replaced as well, wasn't he? Yes. Uh, there have been rumours that he'd wanted first-team football even last season. Um, his folks only lived in me and um, I'd heard a few things that he, he wanted first-team football. Um, and... When you look back at what he's done at Barnsley, he's done all right. He's had good spells, but I think this season, and I know it can be difficult coming in for one game and going back out again, but he dropped a couple of clangers this season. So whether Duff's thought, yeah, I can let you go. Because the goalkeeping situation has, has, has confused me a little bit. It's, I've, I've never known who's coming or going because we let him go, but then another one comes in on loan. Then we get another one from Tottenham, but he's going straight in the under-23s. Then we've got Searle, but then there's rumours Searle might go out on loan to a country that their transfer market's still open and I'm like where are we going with these keepers yeah. um, so I think it was probably inevitable with Walton I think the big thing for him is um, Kevin Pilkington who used to be a goalkeeping coach at Oakwell he's down there he gets on with him like I say he's going to know most people in that dressing room um, so it's no surprise but we've had a right bit of movement in that goalkeeping department haven't we yeah. yeah, so did he? I'll do it now. Clark Adore has, has come back and was in the mix, wasn't he? He was, um, he was on the bench. Uh, Rudy Pash uh, re signed with the Reds as well. Academy product went out to was it Asbjörk or whatever? Anyway, mm. he, he's come back as well. So let's have a look at incoming now, Steve. Ignore Rudy Pash, ignore Clark Adore. On loan, we brought in a centre back, a goalkeeper, and a centre forward. And on permanent deals, we brought in a centre forward, a central midfielder, and a right back. You've got to be happy with that, haven't you? Like to say we've got no money, I think we've everywhere and we've ever mentioned we needed. They've even listened to you when they said we need a box to box midfielder because, hello, here's John Russell. I mean, yeah. it's been a good winter transfer season, surely. On paper, yes, I would say. Uh, you look at players that's coming in, all right, you'd. I don't know much about any of them, to be quite honest. Um, I know the, the the midfielder, Russell, wherever you look, somebody says he's absolutely amazing, brilliant, world-beater. Some people says he's not very good at all. Um, but you're always going to get that. But you look at what players we wanted, um, so I, you know you can't really argue with what he's brought in. Um, you've got your two strikers, um, both particularly rated. Um, like you said, midfielder got some good good review. That Bobby Thomas, I've got to say, uh, last couple of games has been outstanding. Uh, yeah. Obviously, he got that get, uh, goal last night, but against Accrington, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, so yeah, I mean, all right, proof's going to be what they do on pitch. We know that, uh, and your keyboard warriors will be straight into them once they've had ten minutes and they've misplaced a pass or whatever. Um, but they just need some time. Just need some time to settle in, and let's hope that we can we can get them into a fold, keep this morale going that we've got now, uh, and, and just push on. Yeah, it 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 is weird though, isn't it? That the the goalkeeper situation to come back to that we brought Harry Ister in from Luton, and Walter goes the other way. Like if they're both wanting first team football, then. It's a bit of a weird move, isn't it? Because yeah. they're both going. They're replacing each other, essentially. Um, but with the injury, or apparent injury injury to, uh, to the Barnsley goalkeeper, Collins, yesterday, um, there is a spot open for Portsmouth. So 
Ian, you're the coach. Are you, are you going to say to Isted, show us what you can do with it? Is Sill going to get a nod or is somebody else going to come in from... What, 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 who is going to play in goal on Saturday? Who would you like to see playing goal? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? You reds? Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. I think you probably say Isted because I don't think they've clearly not trusted Searle, otherwise, he'd have probably have had a couple of places on the bench so far this season. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of thinking it won't be Searle, it'll be, although Searle might be on the bench, I think it'll be Isted. Uh, if Collins can't make it on Saturday. Yeah. Um, you talked about Bobby Thomas before, Steve, uh, on loan from Burnley. Um, what a talk about impact and talked about playing from the under-23s in whichever division onto League One football. He looks like... I, 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 he's like the old round. He loves having the ball. He's not afraid mm. to come forward. Had a, He's exactly what we needed. Because is it fair to say that those three at the back, Kitchen, Anderson, Bobby Thomas, they're probably all as good as each other, aren't they? There's no, there's, there's no weak. Well, I don't really see a weak link there. No, not now. I think he, he fills this spot. Unfortunately, that Tom Edwards has left. Um, I know none of us really are Kundi uh, Kundi fans. Um, this lad's come in as big as Kundi, uh, but seems to have a lot more about him. He's a lot more mobile. A lot more comfortable on ball, um, you know. Up to now, two games. I say I watched him against Accrington, watched him last night. Um, no, brilliant, really good, really good. And then, if you look at the wide players that would make that five-man defence, unless we're in possession, we go forward. You've got Clark Odor that can play on the left, and, and, and possibly, you know, if Cadden has an injury or anything. And on the other side, where we've got um, Jordan Williams, we've now got Barry Cotter as well. So this, 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 this. Not room for a, there's competition for places which will hopefully make those that are picked play an extra or give an extra five or ten percent. Um, forwards then, uh, quite a bit of choice. Devante Cole's going through a bit of a I don't, I don't want to say a gold drought, but he, you know, we're not mentioning him very often. We, we talked about Norwood how he breaks play up now. We know Devante Cole is a different sort of striker, but. Would would who would you start on Saturday, Ian? You know, you look at everybody we've got. Um, would would you say you know Norwood has to start just because of experience and how he rattles defenders? Who's the best to play off Norwood if Norwood is the number one? You're right about Devante Cole. Um, he has had a bit of a quiet spell. I thought he was. I thought he was a good yard off last night. I thought there was a couple of chance very early on that he could have. Was he one on one with the keeper or something? He could have just nicked it over the keeper, and he would just. You yeah. just weren't at the races at all, and. Um, <coughs> no, one, no one deserves to start. He's, he's, he's 
last two performances have been nine out of tens. Um, but I'd be tempted. Well, it all depends on fitness, doesn't it? Uh, I believe Ollie Shaw's probably not been played since November. I don't know if that's right. Uh, Waters is clearly they're not rushing him in, but I'd be likely to think Cole's spot might be up up for grabs on Saturday. I really do. I think he he needs to liven up a little bit, uh, which he's capable of doing. But now we've got we all we all said, didn't we? January window, we need strikers. They've gone and got two strikers in. Yes, one's yeah, on loan, yeah. but we've got we, and, and a lot of the a lot of the sides have juggled strikers that are in and around us and have tried to. Every club knows that it's the goals that are going to get you promoted. Um, so yeah, the, 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 I think um, Cole's got to be careful. If he if he, it wasn't just the fact he's not scoring, it's the fact that I think he's just been not quite on it, not quite on it. Whereas November December he was. Hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm sure it'll come back again. Just a quick word, Steve. Um, following the postponement, which was a complete EFL blunder, and <laughs> did not fans mind it, two and a half, three and a half hours before kickoff. So the, the club decided that this weekend, because there was no match, to put a bit of an intra-team on. So two Barnsley sides taking on each other. Now, the gesture is a great one. You know, you give people a bit of football, don't you? A chance. Callot spoke to the to the people that came. Um, so did Duff, um, that I heard. Um the downside to that is now Anderson went off with an injury, but obviously he he, he was okay. Uh, you know, they talked about a call, they were all playing. But Matty Wolf out for the season because of something that, that happened during that match. I mean, again, the board can't do right for doing wrong, and hindsight is a beautiful thing. Shame that you lose somebody like Wolf, but is it fair to say that with the um, additions and the people we've had, he was always going to be a like a, a squat player, probably. Um, but nevertheless, the club put something on to appease the fans and to do something positive in engagement and then they get slated for the injuries they, they, they can't win can they personally they could have won by not having a pointless kickabout between 22 players that should be getting ready to play on the Saturday um, and what they should have done considering state of the country at the minute people who'd thrown a day's holiday in paid for petrol stuff like that maybe they should have remunerated and we uh, Maybe uh, maybe free tickets, something like that. I think that would have been a better way to go. Myself, uh, I thought the game itself was a pointless exercise. Um, and I, I, if, if it were me, if I'd been down way down to Exeter uh, and 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 got called off, I would be I'd be I'd be thanking them more if I'd have got a fiver or a tenner or a free ticket or something like that. And, and I get that completely, but it, it, it's not theirs to pay back, is it? It was an EFL or joint EFL sort of exit decision. No, quite true, quite true. But then you're giving up your Saturday morning for a kickabout that were pointless. And all you've got out of it is Matty Wolf, squad player or not, that's got a really seriously damaged knee. His outfit season could be out a bit longer, who knows? But if that can happen to one of the players, it could have happened to Norwood, it could have happened to Anderson, it could have happened to anybody. I just don't see what the point were just to appease fans that have been to have been to Exeter. I'm sure they weren't particularly bothered themselves. No, no. Um, Barnsley and Exeter again on Saturday. Um, we spoke shortly before in the year. We, we, we think the team are staying down there. It would make sense. And I'm not very good with geography, but I know when I travel to Portsmouth, you drive through Oxford. So it seems to make sense to stay in that corner of the country rather than going back up to come back down again. At Portsmouth on Saturday... Looking at the team then, um, fair to say, I suppose, that everybody that started on Wednesday should get the boots on and 
start again on Saturday, shouldn't they? Because nobody really set a foot wrong, apart from Collins, obviously, who, who looks like he's injured and, and he's out. But the first deal haven't picked themselves, Ian. Uh, Ian, yeah. Um, yeah. The only question mark will be Cole. Maybe if Waters is ready, do you, do you freshen it up up there? Um, but yeah, the rest of them, no problem with them starting again. Um, I'm sure they're fit enough. Been playing long enough in the season now, fit enough to play two games. And I just feel I'm really hopeful of that performance and that victory, a ground that we don't particularly do well. Uh, we'll spend <coughs> Saturday at another ground where we don't do particularly well. Uh, I think if we'd have lost yesterday, I'd have been really fearful of, although we're 10 points clear of Portsmouth, I'd have still been fearful of them on their own patch. But I think we can go there now, having brought in a bit of a jinx at Oxford. Why can't we go there and, and, and do the same tactics, have a right go in for the first 20 minutes and try and uh, get ahead, get the crowd against their against their own players? Hmm. At, at what point, uh, Steve, do you start introducing some of these new players? Um, you're looking at uh, Russell in midfield, uh, Oli Shaw, what is obviously, you know, made appear, Bobby Thomas, I mean, he's got his place cemented and, you know, he needs to have a really, really... Really bad match to score six own goals to lose this place. And <laughs> yeah. is, if you if you look at yesterday, you know we were we were we were two nil up and two one. They take is 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 if it, if there's a similar scenario on Saturday, is that the place to maybe put some new? And there he goes again. <laughs> Steve keeps <laughs> dropping off. If you're listening to the podcast, Steve left this chat room and come back at least nineteen times. So I'll ask you the question: in. When do you bring these players in? Is that when you're winning? Because that's probably an easier way to deal with it. Or when do you bring him? Oh, he's back again, Steve. When do you I bring tell you what, this modern technology... <laughs> you know what I think about modern technology, don't you? It's an absolute bagger. Oh, sound's gone again. Anyway, we're all right. <laughs> I don't know what it is tonight. It just keeps cutting off. And now I've got two of me. I can see two of me, which is bad <laughs> yeah. enough. Oh, oh no, that's all right. Gone. Just one there. <laughs> A little worried there. Uh, yeah, Portsmouth. Yeah, same 11. Can't see anything changing. Ah. Oh, he's gone again. <laughs> Take over. Uh, oh, he's feel, back again. He's there again. Uh, feel sorry for Searle. Don't know what's happening with him. Obviously, don't fancy him, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping Collins is out for, for a while. Uh, let somebody else have a go. Rest of the team, yeah, pretty much picks itself. Only change for me would be um, Russell in for Phillips, personally, because um, he's only one, I think, that would be relatively match fit. Waters is getting nearer. Shows, like you say, not played since November. So, do we do we do we say about Phillips? He he does divide opinion. You know when he was it November December when he scored some like five goals in a row or whatever he did. His ninety minute performances weren't great, but he was scoring the goals, wasn't he? It's and just that pop up every now and again. Yeah, he just he pops does, up no, with a boom, and totally agree with you. And it's one of them that his ninety minute performance, like or whatever however long he was on for yesterday probably would say shouldn't really start against Pompey. But then that cross yeah. he put in for that that goal was brilliant. And he, he yeah. has moments. He does, he's not like a Connell who will be 90-minute man. He's moments and flashes, isn't he? Um, yeah. So he's a real... Which is all right. It's, it's all right having these moments players when you're in Premiership. Or when, when you're, you're in the Premier League and you're winning 7-0 against Man City is what he was going to say before he uh, dropped off again. And... Yeah. And it's right. I do think because 
I mean, he's divided opinion anyway, has John Russell. But from what we gather is um, he played in the playoff final. He's back again for Huddersfield. I'll tell you what, Ilkley Moore Wi-Fi is absolutely shite. I've got to be honest. <laughs> and, but apparently he fell out with the, manager, with the management. Hence, he's not been playing a lot. Huddersfield fans say you've got a workhorse, you've got a this, you've got a that. So um, it did be good to get some blood. And also to rest because you have to say yesterday, especially players like Connell, the high intensity... Especially when you know we're already a match that we've got to catch up on. Then there's the Sheffield Wednesday match that will have to obviously be played at some point. Um, you know, I suppose he offers a, a different option, doesn't it? Um, strikers wise, um, what Norwood and Watters on, on Saturday, or who would you go with, Steve? You know what? I don't think Watters is quite there. Last couple of games, he's come on as a sub, not really put his mark on game, but he's near and uh, uh, thereabouts. For me, I would start Norwood and Cole um, just because they're used to playing together and maybe give Watters a full half. So Cole plays first half and then Watters can have a really good run and, and, and sort of get himself uh, where he needs to be. What I would like to say, though, and I'll say it now before I get cut off again, mm -hmm. um, why is Martin still at club? Good question. Yeah. Because didn't he, could be, he could came be. on last night. Why? Why is he still there, taking up whatever he's taking up? Get short. Yeah. Unbelievable. I, I think if, if it is one of those contracts where you sign him for the season and you can't return him, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. But I, just, it, we, we, I think we messed on the WhatsApp, didn't we, about I'd heard that you can only play five loan players in your match day squad and we've got something like six or seven loanees. So somebody's not going to play. So what's the point? Um, yeah. I do. I do think in terms of Duff might keep the selection the same on Saturday because I think he's probably thinking these lads are fit enough to play at the minute Wednesday Saturday because we missed the Exeter game. I think the, the congestion's to come, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's going to come yeah. probably March, and he might be thinking, well, let's not rush Waters, let's not rush Russell, and and these lads will slot in when we need them later on, which is fair enough. But with Martin, he is a square peg in a round hole. He's where would you fit him in? He's not been good enough. And I agree with Steve. That one could have gone back and I don't know whether we pay his wages or half his wages, but you could have freed some money up and yeah. a place on the bench. Yeah. So I agree yeah. with that. There's no, there's no sweat on the shirt on that one, is no. there? No. And we don't have a Red Report recording without a bit of a forecast. So, Steve, mm -hmm. you first. Barnsley away at Portsmouth. Final score, first Barnsley goal scorer. Let me think. Hold on. Anderson will feature in there. Go on, tell us. Tell us. <laughs> He's he frozen? It's, it's unbelievable. I just don't know what. So we, any other time, any other time, it's fine. But tonight, for some reason, it plays for one minute, 60 seconds, then cuts me off. It's Carlo's internet. I'm telling you, it's not mine. But anyway, pump your way. Saturday, do it quick. Um... As long as we can have that same first half we had last night, uh, I don't see why we can't go there and get get a result. So I'm going to go 1-0 and goal scorer will be Madge Anderson back post, Eddie. <laughs> Ian, as um, optimistic? Before the Oxford game, I said 1-1. One, one. I'm thinking we've got the potential to sneak this 2-1. So I think I'll, I'll, be, I'll be ultra confident and go 2-1. First goal scorer. Ugh. Um, I stand. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's plump for 
after we've dist after I've dissed him tonight, it's going to be uh, Devante Cole in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to go um, two three. So three two to Barnsley. Um, I've just got this feeling. <clears throat> well, we haven't kept we a will... clean sheet since Burton in the middle of December, no. so I don't um, think we'll keep another one. I've got to say, what amuses me though is we've hardly scored any goals for for a few games. Yet you keep coming up with four nil, three two. Hey, hey! I said four nil last time. Three one. I know you did. Goals in the match, so it's going to be three two. And <laughs> I think I think I said he'll be in goal and he'll have a shaky start. That's all I'm saying. But he'll make up. It'll be like a Luke Steele kind of uh, uh, debut if you if you remember that one. <laughs> uh, the first goal will be scored by Liam Kitchen because I won that headline. Um, you know. Kitchen sinks Portsmouth. Something like I, I need that headline. I need that kitchen sink. Um, credit, by the way, to the Oxford commentary yesterday, the BBC. I thought um, very objective. Good to hear other commentary teams actually, you know, applauding and and, and crediting Barnsley with a, a way and an identity and everything else. So yeah, really, really good. So by the sounds of it, then another three points on Saturday. We'll be back next week where we'll be reviewing that win. Um, against Portsmouth, 4-0. Nobody <laughs> said 4-0, did they? Um, and we'll be looking forward to the next home match, which is Cambridge, a week on Saturday, I believe, uh, back at home. As always, Ian Hope from the Tykes Locker. Thank you very, very much for joining us. Steve Andrew. <laughs> in and out, and in and out. No, God knows what's happening. You put your router in. Your router. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> right, thank um, you. you. <laughs> You've been listening to the Retro Report, powered by the best of Barnsley and uh, part of the TalkSport network of fans. We'll be back next week. Thank you very, very much for joining us. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping and Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. UN, UREDS, at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Talk Sport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.